Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf Bet, the last Daf in Shekalim. We will begin on Chaf Alf or Bet at the second to the last Mishnah. Says the Mishnah as follows Parochet Shinitmet Bevlada Tuma. You have a Parochet that got Tameh. Because it touched a Vlada Tuma. Now, a Vlada Tuma, not everything is Tamea on equal level. Vlada Tuma is a, uh, I guess you would call it a, a secondary Tuma. Or, um, I, I gotta think of a good word. But it's something that didn't get Tamea itself. It, all, it It's not a source of a Tuma, it got Tamea. So, in other words, if you, you have something that got Tamea, got Tamea-fied, from a, a tumah source, a dead body is tumah source. A shed is tumah source. That's an, that could be an ava tumah. If you have something that got tamayified from not a source, from something that got tamayified itself, the, the, in other words, the item that that got ta, that tamayified you was something that in itself got tamayified from something else. That's called a vlada tumah. It's it comes from another thing. So. If you have a parochet, okay, that got tamayified from a vlada tuma, matbilin oto bifnim, we could dip it in the mikveh that's in the Beit Hamikdash in the Azara. Normally, when there's a keli that got tamayified, you take it outside. You're not gonna leave it in. But since this is only a vlada tuma, which the Mishnah later on will clarify what that means in machloket. Among the Amoraim, what what Vladima was the Oraita the Rabbanan, we're assuming here it's the Rabbanan. So therefore you can leave it inside. Umachnisin Otomiyad, and you do not have to wait till nighttime to bring it back to the Beit HaMikdash. But Shinitmit Ba'avatuma, if it got Tamehafai with an Avatuma, Matbilino Tobachutz, then you dip it outside. Meaning outside of the Beit Hamikdash, like any other keli that got tamayified, and you spread it to dry in the harabai, in the chel, in the place that's not as holy. It's the chel is the is the place outside of the Beit Hamikdash, which is part of the Beit Hamikdash, but it's not holy like the Azara. And you can't bring it back in because it needs to wait till nighttime to get completely pure. Let's say it was new. Then you uh, spread it out on the porch that's around Harabayit, which is a place where everyone can see it. This way everyone will see how beautiful it is and more people will donate money towards it. Okay? Because the parochah was really beautiful. Now, once we're talking about how beautiful the parochah is, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Mishum Rabbi Shimon ben Askan, this is the Mishnah continuing, parochet of Ya Tefach, the thickness of the curtain was a full tefach thick. Think about it, you've never seen a fabric of that thickness. Okay? It's a long time to dry, it take a long time to dry, I don't know. 
it sounds like it would, right? And the tefach pick, right? Al shivim ushtaim nimim. Seventy-two on seventy-two uh, looms was it woven? Kol nima v'nima esim v'arba chutim. On every loom, there's twenty-four strings. In other words, every string in the loom had twenty-four strings included in it. Aorka arba'im ama v'rochba esim ama. The the length, meaning from roof to floor, was forty amot long. Forty amot, approximately sixty feet, sixty to eighty feet tall. Sixty to eighty feet tall. We gotta figure our building is almost sixty feet tall. The building, but probably bigger than this building. Okay. Virochba. It's It's twenty wide, which is thirty feet wide. Umishmonim v'shtayim ribu haytan nasit. It cost a hundred, eight hundred and twenty thousand gold coins to make. V'shtayim osim bechol shana. Every year they would need two of them. Why would they need two parochets a year? Seemingly the Ketoret would blacken it somewhat, the smoke. And therefore, after a while, it doesn't look as good, and they change it. In order to dip it in the mikveh, it takes 300 kohanim. Okay? That's very big and very heavy. It takes a few people to, to dip it. Okay. Says the Gemara. Ilu Amar Hot Echad Kaful. If we start with one Hot, if we were to say the, the Torah, the Torah says Hot. If we were to say Hot, it would be one. If it says Hot Kaful, it would be two, which means you double it. Shizur, that means three. But since it's Moshzar, Moshzar, and Mosh Zar is double. That means you three, you double the three into six. Okay? Mikan, so that if each one is six, and we have four types of fabrics in the parochet, because it says Techelet, Algaman, Tolat Shani Vishesh. So four types of fabric, each one with six. Strings, mikan ha esim ba'arba. That means that each string in the parochet had twenty-four strings in it. That might account for the thickness. I don't know. Tane, we learned shoshim v'shtayim. According to the different bright, that's thirty-two. Why? Ilu amalchut echad, kaful shnayim. Shizur is double, but not. Shizur doesn't make it three. According to this, Shizur makes it four. Moshzar doubles that to, to eight times the four different types of thread. Mikan HaTlatin trend that comes out to 32, four times eight, 32. Tana, we have another opinion. This is a brighter. Arbeim was 48. 
Ilu Amalchut. Hadith is just the word Chut, Echad. Once it says Kaful, versus Kaful, Shnaim, that's two. Kiliya Shlosha. So they added an extra one, and we didn't have Kiliya before. It seemed like there was an option to write the word Kiliya. It didn't say that. That would have been three. Shazur is double that, six. Moshzar is, du- is double that, Shnemasar, that's 12. So each one's 12. And where we have Arba, we have Arba types of things. Tchel, Agman, Tlachini, and Shesh. Mikan, Arba, Imetimnia, that comes out to 48 strings in each, in each thread. Now, Ketuv Echad Omer, Maaseh Rokem. Ve Ketuv Echad Omer, Maaseh Hoshev. One pasuk calls it Maaseh Rokem. That the, 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 the parochal has to be the work of a Rokem. The other one says the Maaseh Hoshev, the other work of a different type of craftsman, the Hoshev craftsman. What's the difference? Maaseh Rokem, Partsuf Echad. Maaseh Hoshev, Shnei Partsufim. If it's Maaseh Rokem, that's one, that gives one image. And if it's Maseh Choshev, it's two images. How does it work? Rubidav and Nechemia. Chadamar Maseh Rokem, Ari Mikan, Vechalak Mikan. When you Maseh Rokem, that means that you weave it in a way that on one side there'll be a lion, there'll be the image of a lion on the parochet. Vechalak Mikan, the other side you'll see no image. That's one way to do it. That's one way to do it. Maseh Choshev, when you do Maseh Choshev, then the Ari will appear, the line will appear on both sides. According to this, the image that you have on one will be on the other side. Right? So we did both Maseh Rokem and Maseh Choshev. The other one says, Maseh Rokem, Ari Mikan, Ari Mikan. Rokem is both sides. Maseh Choshev, Ari Mikan, Veneshim Mikan. According to Maseh Choshev, you're able to have two different images, according to this opinion. That you'll have a you'll have Ari on one side, a lion on one side, and an eagle on the other side. And in Masekhosh, according to this, Masekhoshev, of course, is greater than Maserukem, but you're able according to both opinions, Masekhoshev has more images. But according to the second opinion, Masekhoshev could have actually different images on two different sides of the thing. Which probably takes a lot of uh, skill. Now, we said in the Mishnah. He said it was made with um, 820,000 coins and 300 coin dipping it, we said. He says this is an exaggeration, which means that when we said 300, it's, it's just indicating that there's a large number necessary. 300 is a round number used the, the Gemara is not going to tell you it was uh, 220 or uh, whatever number it is. 300 is a round number. There were tons. It's like someone says, it, the, the word 300 is used as as we in English would use the, words, use the word tons. There were tons of Kwanim. We, so we didn't weigh them. We don't know how much they weigh. It was a lot, a lot of Kwanim. Okay? Tamad Taninan. We have another case where you see the word Guzma that Shmuel says. In Masechet Tamid, we said, that the ashes of the korbanot, which were on the mizbeach, pa'amim hayalak kishlosh mot kur was three hundred kur of, of of ashes, and Rabbi Yosef Barbun, Rabbi Shemesh Mul says Guzman that also was 
a guzma, a exaggeration. The word again, the the number three hundred is like saying the word ton. Don't 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 understand the literary. Brand new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, second to last one in the, the eighth pedic of Shekalim. Barsar Koche Kochim Shinitma. Ben Beavatuma, Ben Bevladatuma. Uh Binyamin. Could you take a picture of our chart and send it to our uh trusty friend in Pennsylvania? Okay. We have it on the board. Okay. The chart that's on the board right now. This way, yeah, just send it to him so he can see it as we go through the Mishnah. Oh, we take a video. No, just take a picture. Oh, it's not here. Oh. Sorry, no wonder why you didn't notice it. Sorry. You can take a video, actually, it's better. We'll send it to him. Okay, anyway. Basad Koche Koshim Shinitma. If you have the, the meat of, of a Koche Koshim, which is a type of Korban, Shinitma, they got Tamehafai. Ben Be'avatuma. Ben Bivlazma, whether it got, whether the meat got tamerified with an avatuma, Ben Bivlazma, whether it got tamerified with a vladatuma, Ben Bifnim, whether it got tamerified inside the the betamatash, Ben Bachutu, whether outside betamatash. So again, we have a question: How did it get tamer? Avatuma or vladatuma? And where did it get tamer? Outside dazana or inside? Outside or inside? And we're gonna have. Four different opinions weighing in on what each one holds. So let's go. Where, uh, now the machloket over here is: where do we burn the, the the meat? Normal, the standard place of burning the meat is in the azara, in the Beit Hamikdash. In some instances, we might have to burn it <coughs> outside the Beit Hamikdash, and we're going to see why. Says the Gemara: Bet Shemayim Hakol Bifnim Chutz Mutmei Ba'Avatuma Ba'Chutz. According to him. Everything is in, except for av hatuma bachutz. Okay, so this one's out, and this is in, in, in. Okay, so av hatuma out is in, and av hatuma in is in. Vladuma out is in. Vladuma in is in. Clear? Good. Yes. Can you explain what's the connection between in out uh, av or vlad? Yes. And okay. The burning meat. You want to go on a WhatsApp video so you can watch the whole thing? By, by the way, if you want, you could do it. You you'll, you'll, you'll probably figure it out afterwards. But I'll, let me explain. I can, I can do video. I can do video. Yeah. You could do video? Okay, so we'll, we'll, yeah. um, Ivan's going to WhatsApp you video. Okay? Yeah. Not Ivan, I mean Benjamin. Okay, now let me explain what's going on. If something is burnt in the Beit HaMikdash, it means that there's a pile in the Beit HaMikdash we're burning in the Beit HaMikdash. Uh, Ava Tumah, we said in the last Mishnah, is something that got something that got tamerified. Uh, he'll call you in a second. Uh, an Ava Tumah is something that got tamerified from something that was a, a source of Tumah, as opposed to a... He's on? Yeah. Great. So an Ava Tumah is something that got tamerified from a source, a, a, a primary source. Whereas a vladatuma means that the thing got tamerified, the, the meat got tamerified from a non-primary source. Okay? Now, the Gemara is going to explain wh- what it means non-primary source. Some understand that the non-primary source is only dirabanan. It's only dirabanan tuma. 
Some understand that the non-primary source means it's deoraita, but from a non-primary source. We'll, we'll have to go through each opinion, how it makes sense according to each one. The Gemara is going to do that. But in the meantime, let's just get all their opinions. Okay? So let's go over here. So Bet Shemai, we have over here, if it got tamerified, you with me, son? If it got tamerified in an avatuma, then, and, and it was, and that, the, the place where the meat got tamerified was outside the azara, we leave it outside. If it got tamer on avatuma, but it got tamerified in the Bet Mikdash, then we, then we leave it in. If, so this will, I would I would say I would probably write leave because this is a leave right this is leave okay if um, if it got at the vlad Duma and it was out you bring it in okay you got it yeah. and if it got to me with the vlad Duma and it's in we leave it in right. so this is the only bring over here okay, okay? that's according to Bet Shamai Bet Hillel says. Hakol Yisrael Pachutz, Chutz Mitzinetma Bivlada Tuma Bepnim. If it's a, it's hammer. One second, Joe. Rabbi, uh, join me in the class, Rabbi. Okay, but he's gonna WhatsApp you in. Could you put him in the WhatsApp WhatsApp video too? You have Joe Hammer on your phone? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's gonna WhatsApp you in. Okay. Thank you, Joey Hammer. Now, let's get back in. So Bet Hillel says, he hung up. Bet Hillel says that the only, everything's outside except for a Vlad HaTuma on the inside, which means if you have Vlad HaTuma on the inside, that's in, which means leave in. But otherwise, everything's out. So according to him, out, if the meat got out, this is out, out, and out. Okay, so the avatuma, which was which got tame outside, leave it out. There's a leave. Avatuma inside, bring out. Right, because it was in, and we're doing it out. Right now, vladatuma outside, leave it out. Okay, there's a leave. Good. Now that's bet hilel. Now we're moving on to the bialyezin. So bialyezin says, if it's Bet Hillel is more strict on this case, right? Because if it's even... Uh, yeah, he's leaving everything out, in yeah, a way. I mean, like, he's not touching it at all. Well, if it's, if it's out, it seems leave like it that. out. It seems like that. Yes. Okay. I don't know what... I don't know if in or out is a strictness or not strictness, but uh-huh. like everyone has a brain. Both of them have one brain. Put it that way. There's one brain. Him and he's got one brain. Remember, you're not touching the Tameh. Isn't that what the whole thing is? Like, uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Remember, as it says, if it got Tamehified with an Avatuma, then Ben Bakut... Ben Bifnim, Bachutz. So, any of these Avatumah is always outside. This is out and out. Okay? And if it's Vladatumah, it's always Bifnim. This is in and this is in. So this is the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Now let's figure out what he's doing. So his Avatumah outside is leaving out. Okay? His Avatumah inside is bringing out. Okay? Vladatumah outside is bringing in, right? Okay. And Vladma in is leaving in. He's got two brings. Right. Good? Now, Rabbi Kiva says, no. Makom tumato, sham According to Rabbi Kiva, there's no brings. Uh-huh. Everything 
is burnt, everything is burnt, every meat that katamefog is burnt, where katamef. So according to him, this is out. No, because we'll see in a second. Hold on. This is out. This is in. This is out. And this is in. And they're both, they're all leaves. Betelel has one leaf. One brink. This guy's got two brinks. He's got zero brinks. Is that clear? Guys, is this chart clear? They both say yes. Okay, let's start the video and hit the go on. Good. They're shaking their heads, yes, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Let's go. Back to the Gemara. Bar Kapara Omer. Now, there's a machlok at Bar Kapara and Rabbi Yochanan. Want to stay, Ari? No, you, they, they could just see it. Just let them listen now. It's not, you're not, you don't need it inside anymore. Well, but maybe we'll need it in a minute. You can leave it like that, yeah. Okay? Don't, don't show it, but we'll, we'll, if we need it, we'll bring it up. Okay. Bar Kapara. Just bring it closer here. They probably can't hear me. Oh, here's Ivan. Ivan, you're back on regular, right? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Joey, you're right here. Let's go. Now, Bar Kapara says, Ava Tuma Devar Torah, Vlada Tuma Medivrehem. So explaining this whole Mishnah, wherever you see the word Vlada Tuma, according to Bar Kapara, that means Dirabanan. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yochanan says, Ben Ze, Ben Ze Devar Torah. According to Rabbi Yochanan, they're both assumed from the Torah. Which means, according to Yochanan, they're both from the Torah. Just when we say Vlad it's just not a primary source. But it's Asur Midoraita. Now, the Gemara is going to ask a question on Yochanan, and we're not going to be able to answer it. The Gemara says as follows Vikasha, we have a question on Yochanan. The Yochanan Bet Shemai. The Bet Shemai Omnim. Bet Shemai says, Hakol Yisrep Mifnim, Chutz Mishnitma Be'ava Tuma Bachutz. According to Bet Shemai, everything gets burnt inside, except for Avatuma outside. So Moses is asking, Ma ben Avatuma b'chutz, Ma ben Vladilra b'chutz. Zev zed v'atorahu. If they're both from the Torah, why should an Avatuma have to be outside? If a Vladatuma, which is a sword, which is from the Torah, is allowed to be inside, according to him, because he's, I'm sorry, Bet Shemai says, Everything's in except for. Here, let's do this. Bet Shemai says that everything is in except for Avatuma outside. So we have a question from him from Avatuma outside to Vladatuma outside. If you say that the Vladatuma is really Midoraita also, so if we have a Doraita outside that we're bringing in, why can't we bring. We have this Doraita outside that we should bring in. Doesn't make sense. But aren't they both Torah? Now hold on, we're not finished. Mars says it's also a question on Betilel. To Betilel Amar, Betilel says everything's outside except for Vlad Tuma inside, right? What's the between Avatuma inside and Vlad Tuma inside? Why is if if it's Vladimir you're saying you can leave it in, so why the Avatumar can leave it out if they're both there right? It doesn't make sense. So we don't answer that question. We're gonna now switch over to talk about Bar Kapara, who says that that, that the Vlads are the Rabanans. According to him, these two Vlads are the Rabanans. Says the Gemara. Lo Ba Rabanan, the rabbis weren't really talking about Rabbi Yochanan. 
We really didn't figure out. We have to figure out Bar Kapara. Vikasha, the Bar Kapara at the Bet Shamai. And this is what they ask. Uh, this question is even according to Bar Kapara on Bet Shamai. Why? The Bet Shamai says, Bet Shamai Omin, Hakol Yisep Pifnim, Chutz Mutima Be'avatuma Bachutz. According to Bet Shamai, everything gets burnt inside. Except for Avatuma outside. Okay? So the question is, Ma ben Avatuma ben Bachut ben Bifnim? What's the difference Avatuma inside and outside? Zev ze lo dvar Torahu? Aren't they both outside? So the question is like this. According to him, everything is inside. You with me, guys, or no? Welcome on. Uh, Oh, yeah, we're on Davchaf Bet. Uh, Aleph. There is almost no Amur Bet. Okay? So, as we're saying, the Kash de Bar Kapara al Bet Shamai. The Bet Shamai only will call Yisrael Pifnim. Chutz min Shema Ba'avatuma Bechutz. He says everything is inside except for Avatuma outside. So, what's the between Avatuma Ben Bechutz Ben Bifnim? If the Avatuma is inside, if they're both Teoraita, what? Right? How come he separated Avatuma inside and Avatuma outside? That's what we're trying to figure out. So I guess we're going to bring the answer. It's going to be one to bring, one to leave. That's what I said. Zeb Zed answer the Gemara. Begin the Rabbi Kiva Ahmad. The reason why Bet Shemai follows his rule, because he follows Rabbi Kiva, because he holds Makom Tumato, Shamti Esifato. Rabbi Kiva says, wherever it gets tamerified, leave it. So since there's a, a ma'ala to leave something, so Bet Shemai includes, incorporates that reasoning of leaving being better into his thing of the Avatuma. So if it's Doraita, and these two are the Doraita ones. So on the two Doraita ones, Bet Shemai says, when it's, a, when it's a leave, you can leave it in. But when it's a bring, we don't bring, we don't bring Doraitas in. And that's why everything's out, except for anything you need to bring. Okay, so we answered that. Are you guys with us in uh, what, what's it called world? You didn't, uh, you didn't show it to yeah. me. Yep, I'm here. You understood that? So, you, you, yes. so this, just a quick review. According to this rabbi, he's saying that the two avs are really deoraita. So we're asking, according to him, if these are both deoraita, why is this out and why is this in? Answer is because we when when something's deoraita, we leave it where it is. We don't bring it anywhere. And therefore, the, the what's in we can leave in, but what's out we have to leave out. Okay. Says the Gemara. Even on Betelel, it's a question. Betelel says everything gets burnt outside except for Vlad to my inside. We have the same question on Betelel. You say, Betelel says everything is out except for Vlad to that's in what difference between Vlada Tuma inside out? Why Vlada Tuma in is out? When Vladima is out, we do it out, and Vladima is in, we leave it in. Why is that? Why should it be different? They're both Mudrabanan, they should both be out. And it's not big. You understand? You got that or no? Yeah, yeah. And it's not begin the Bishimon Amar. We're following the Bishimon. Because Bishimon says, Machilo Umashkosho Mitzurah. Which means something they got tameh 
והוא דגטמא פועל פעם מצולה, משלחים לשלוש מאחרונות. There's a machloket whether even food, when someone is tamerified, we definitely have to send them out of the Beit HaMikdash. But there's a machloket whether food that got tamerified needs to be sent out of the Beit HaMikdash. And therefore, since the Rabbi Shimon holds that food has to be sent out of the Beit HaMikdash, so when something got tamerified mid-Dilabaran, and it's already out, then you have to leave it out. But when going to Beit Hillel, okay. and when it's a Vlada Tuma, right? But it, it but it is in. You could leave it in. So in other words, a Dilabanan item you can't bring it closer in because we hold like a Bishimon who says that food items need to be sent out, not just people, but even food items need to be sent out of the Beit Hamikdash. Okay, next Mishnah, guys. Okay, for this Mishnah you do not need video. You can just listen anyway, but it doesn't hurt. Okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. What, what, where's our stand, Joey? We're, we're missing our stand. I have, it. I have it. I just came today. Okay, safe and sound by your house. While, while I'm hold, we're holding the phone. Bring it in, Joe. Come on. Next time, come in. I'll bring it in. Okay, by the way, we might have a seum tonight. Uh, we'll, oh, really? Yeah, we'll keep you guys informed. Yeah, they might want to make it in some, by Mike's house. Let's see what that Mike or Rabbi Mizrahi will send the... the We'll send the, the news on the text. Okay? Okay. Okay, says the Mishnah. We're not going to do the whole thing. We're going to get to the two dots, and the rest we'll do at the Siyum. Okay, says the Mishnah. Okay. Evere tamid. If you have the limbs of the korban tamid. In general, the way it works is like this. They shech the korban. Every korban that happens in Beit Mikdash gets shechted on the floor of the, of the azara. Then they cut it up, they clean it, they cut it up, and they bring the limbs on the mezbeach, and they leave the limbs of the, of the animal on a spot on the mezbeach, and from there they offer it on the, on the fire. But it doesn't go straight from the floor to the fire. Now, each different type of korban had its own spot to leave its things. So we're going to go through what was the spot on the mezbeach where they would leave all the korbans. You with us, guys? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So let's 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 see if we can do that now. Says the Gemara. Evarei tamid nitnim mechatzik keves ulamata. The limbs of the korban tamid, which is the korban that goes morning and evening, that goes on the lower half of the of the ramp, b'ma'arav on the west side of the ramp. Shel Musafim, the Korban Musaf, which of course, interesting that we're talking about Musaf, we tell you we prayed Musaf. It's on the lower half, on the eastern side. So if you see some limbs on the eastern side, you know it's either Shabbat or Rosh Chodesh, and, you, and you, that's a Musaf sacrifice, on the lower half. Shel Rosh Chodesh, I'm sorry, I got that wrong, that's, that's a Musaf of Shabbat or Yom Tov. Shel Rosh Chodesh, if it was a Rosh Chodesh Musaf, then it goes al Kalkuva Mizbeach Milmala. It goes on the top of the Mizbeach, on the Karkuv, which is the area around the top of the Mizbeach. The Gemara will explain. Now, says the Gemara, Hashkalim v'Bikurim. This mitzvah of collecting Shekalim, and the mitzvah of Bikurim, which is the mitzvah of bringing the first fruits that grow in Israel, to bring them to the Beit HaMikdash and wave them with the Kohen in front of the Mizbeach, and Nohagim El Bafne Habait. 
Those mitzvot we only do when the Beit HaMikdash is standing. Aval, ma'aser dagan, but giving ma'aser from your grain in Israel, u'ma'aser be'eman, giving ma'aser from your animals, u'bechorot, and taking your firstborn um, kosher animal and making it holy, Noagin ben ben That's whether Bet Mikdash is standing or whether Bet Mikdash is not standing. And therefore, even though the Maasad Behema and the Bechor you can't bring on the Mizbeach, we still have to wait until each one of those things gets a mum and then they are able to eat them. But you cannot eat a Bechor animal or a Maasad Behema animal. Even nowadays, unless it gets some kind of blemish that would make it make it unfit for the mizbeach. Now, what happens if someone doesn't follow the rules? We told you that shikalim or bikurim do not work. We don't do them nowadays, right? Shimshin. But what happens if the guy was makdishin anyway? The guy take said, take his first, first fruits and he said these are my bikurim, or a guy took a shekel and says this is my shekel. When we say we do the shekelim, we never say this is machzita shekel. We say zechel machzita shekel. But what happens if a fellow comes, he gets his silver coin, he says, this is my machzita shekel. Uli, now what? Did it get holified? <coughs> says the Gemara, Hareze Kodesh, it got holified. And now that it got holified, you're going to have to separate that. And if you use it by mistake, that coin, then you give me ilah. And you need to bring a carbon meila for using Beit Hamikdash sanctified stuff. That's according to Tanakama. Rabbi Shimon Omer Bikurim Kodesh. Enakachim. He says when it comes to Bikurim, when it comes to fruits, it doesn't get. He agrees that Shekalim get get holified, but he doesn't agree that Bikurim, the first fruits, can get holified nowadays with the lack of a Beit Hamikdash to use. Rabbi, nowadays, if somebody does say, this is my shekel, uh, what can he do? He keeps it in the drawer forever and hope nobody uses it because of uh, Meila? You throw it in the garbage, what do you do? The, uh, the Gemara is going to talk about it. You can't give it to the Kai. What do you mean, what are you talking about? You right. give it to the Kai, then, the, then the Ani did Meila. That's, right. that, that's, that's not going to help anything. Uh, yeah, no, I think you're in trouble. I don't know. I, 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 it would seem like you're in trouble and you, you, you're going to store this thing till Mashiach comes. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> But uh, unless the guy didn't realize, and it could be that the guy says it, he really means to say zechel masita shekel, so we could we could change his words. I'm not sure how that works exactly. But if the guy's a nut job and he really means it, then I, 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 sounds like you're in trouble. Uh, the Gemara is going to say later that certain things get thrown into Yama Melech, that you throw into Yama Melech, so nobody nobody ends up. Uh, Using it by mistake in Chayab Mi'ilah. But I don't know if that's going to do for this. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. That would be Mi'ilah right away when you throw it in, it could be. Okay. Says the Gemara. Ezu Karkuva Mizbech. When we said that the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh goes in the Karkuva Mizbech, what's the Karkuva Mizbech? Says Gemara, Ama ben Keren the Keren. It's one Ama, it's a one Ama strip that goes in between the horns of the Mizbech. That's the place where the Kohanim walk when they go on the Mizbeach. Now we said, We're asking a question 
if you, what happens when you have Rosh Chodesh that falls on Shabbat? Now you have two korbanot you have to offer for, 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 for korban musaf. You have to offer a korban musaf of Rosh Chodesh, and you have to offer musaf of Shabbat. Which one goes first? Okay. So it says the Gemara, Musafei Rosh Chodesh Kodmim. Why? Chayla der Hada. The power of Rabbi Yirmiya, who says Rosh Chodesh goes first, goes from this. Because it says, Shirosh Shabbat. Vishirosh Chodesh, Shirosh Chodesh Koyam. Since when it comes to the singing of the Levi'im in the Beit HaMikdash, the singing of Shabbat and Rosh Chodesh, the Rosh Chodesh one goes first. Therefore, so does the Musaf. Amar Ab Yosa, it's different. The reason why the Shirosh Chodesh goes first is because we want to publicize it. We'll do Shirosh Chodesh, we want everyone to know it's Rosh Chodesh. But I'm hacha. But here, when it comes to kovanot, that's because whatever's more common always goes first, and therefore, therefore, since whatever's common always goes first, so therefore, what's more common? And therefore, when it comes to kovanot, we don't go with the shear. The shear we go. F- by the sheer, by the song in the, the Levi'im, we have to do Rosh Chodesh first so everyone knows Rosh Chodesh. But when it comes to the Musaf, we go with Tadir, and therefore, So you, 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 since Shabbat goes first, but the sheer goes first, so you slaughter the Musaf of Shabbat first, and you say the sheer of Rosh Chodesh, which goes first. Okay. We're going to stop over here, and tonight, Bezat Hashem, when we have this Yom, which will send everyone the, the information about where it's going to be, we will um, finish the, the last piece about the Shekelim B'Kurim. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.